Did you know that 40 trillion gigabytes of data, or 40 zettabytes, were generated in 2020? How do we make sense of it all? You're listening to the Levers for Change podcast, and my name is Jimmy Geo. We are inundated with new information and news these days. And since climate action is a globally interconnected systems problem, that can leave people with the overwhelming feeling that they need to master knowledge and skills just to understand what's going on. So I asked each of our Season 2 guests where they receive new information and how they stay current in an increasingly complex field. Judd Verdon, the Associate Lab Director at Pacific Northwest National Laboratory, manages over a thousand engineers, and he relies on talking to people. The best new information is from talking to people. And it's a whole variety of different people. I, usually if I've read it, it's too late someplace. On the research side, you can you find new things. So, you know, like I said, we've got uh, regional utility partners that we meet with regularly. Um, we've got the Department of Energy's leadership is very knowledgeable in certain spaces because they talk to industry from all over the country. Now, it depends what area you're, you're in. We talk to people from cities. In, in my area, Washington State Department of Commerce, you know, which has a really good handle on kind of where the, the focus of Washington State needs to be from an economic competitiveness point of view. Uh, we talk to, to researchers around the region this, and the nation and the globe, because not all ideas come out of the U.S. There's a lot of really good ideas, different markets out in the world, but really good ideas. So I can't say there's one person. I get my news from all different sources, and then I blend it together. The other challenge is what works in one part of the country doesn't work in another part of the country, especially when you're talking about grid. And so you've got to have a view on kind of what the regional issues are as well. Both Jay Bruns, the senior climate policy advisor to the Washington State Insurance Commissioner, and Suzanne Singer, the chief engineer of Native Renewables, sees talking to industry people as a critical source of information. And both of them gets their information from many respected sources happily on lots of different uh, email lists and also through the the association with the International Association of Insurance Supervisors, the Sustainable Insurance Forum, I feel that we get a lot of the most recent uh, ideas. And then just talking uh, with insurance companies and those especially that are leaders and saying, well, what are you doing? What do you think we should do next? What can we do next? And also talking with my peers inside the regulatory community. So I, th I think having worked on this issue for a while, I've got a lot of ideas, some of which are good, some of which are not so good. And I continue to test those. Historically, it's been reading and then going to conferences and hearing. And now those conferences are virtual. So still hearing about what the thought leaders in this area are thinking about and, and moving forward on. It, it depends. <laughs> For new, I'll say new technologies, a few of our distributors will sometimes ask them, you know, for diversifying the supply chain, what are some of the new products that are coming out that could work for us? So far, we've built pretty good relationships with them and that they understand we are strictly, at this point, strictly off-grid. We have unique needs and that uh, some of the products won't work in off-grid situations. In terms of policies, I think there's other organizations, nonprofits, NGOs, other groups that are much more embedded in policy related to tribal energy and 
one of the people that we have partnered with on one of our workforce trainings is Twith Nijone Ande. They were one of our invited guest speakers to give our students kind of a background of the Navajo Nation energy and policy and water from their viewpoint. And some of these folks have been working for many years on energy rights and water rights and within their communities. So one other group that I have asked policy questions before, the Arizona Solar Energy Industries Association or SIA, but Arizona, the Arizona SIA. So we also, I think, follow some of the guidance from like SEI, Solar Energy International. So one other person um, that we do ask for advice sometimes is Anne-Marie Chischilly. She's the executive director of the Institute for Tribal Environmental Professionals, and she's based at Northern Arizona University. Just getting information from multiple sources, however, isn't enough. As Ben Cott, the CEO of LightSource BP Labs, reminds us, we have to make sense of our information and suggests that one way to do that is through discussions with peers. I probably not so different than and that I multiple so streams and feeds of information. You have your list of newsletters. I have my list of newsletters I'm subscribed to. I have uh, the number of podcasts I'm listening to. Feeds on LinkedIn, for instance, is very powerful for me because I'm connected to quite a few people and there tends to be a lot of information on there, actually. Even breaking news in many cases and then interesting discussions coming from that. And then also just personal discussions of people like yourself and many others. I think the networking is really useful for that. The tricky thing is, as we're so often, as we've heard, is to make sense of all this information and filter it and make sure you don't miss anything, but you don't get information overload. I haven't really figured that one out properly just yet, but I think where you have a forum where you have information that comes from sort of qualified sources and is curated in a way, but then you also have the ability to have discussion around this information, for instance, commentary underneath, or you're discussing a press release or something with friends that you trust and people from the industry. That's really where you have information plus qualification, which then really turns into quality insights for me. And that's something we're trying to create in different ways. Stacy Flynn, the consummate systems thinker, gave us her trick in synthesizing new information. It's by scanning tables of contents of many books at the same time and drawing connections between them even before reading the books themselves. Oh, gosh. You know, I recently, and I do this with magazines and I do this with books. I have a collection. I probably have more books than I should. I buy a lot of books. And when I rearrange my library, I I like to arrange my books by topic and by color, you know, so it, it looks good, you know, on the shelf. And then after a while, I go through my bookshelf and I'm like, okay, which books here have I not read? And I'll pull out some business books. I'll pull out some, you know, leadership books. I'll pull out some spiritual books and I'll have my cross section of books and I'll just go through the, the chapter page and I'll find chapters that resonate and I'll look at that chapter and then I'll go to the other book. I'll find something that resonates. And it sounds crazy, but I have figured out how to put together so many interesting frameworks by cross-referencing different topics. 
from the library I have and from different magazines and stuff. So, you know, the way I describe this is, you know, we're all classically trained as MBAs, you know, you have to go through a specific protocol and then I like to hack it. I like to tailor it for us and really redesign it so that it feels good and it functions well for us. Sometimes it doesn't work, but most of the time it's just gives new breadth, new energy, new perspective to to myself and to the team so that we can take on whatever we've got in front of us. And lastly, Prachi Vakaria, the managing partner at Womanium, gave a very succinct framework of how to sort through the information and stay current. Uh, such a challenge, Jimmy, because actually there are so many sources of new information today. So I'll break it down into three things, right? You obviously want to be well-informed. But for me, I like to be well-informed, A, in like general world news. You should know what's happening around. But I try to shy away from daily news. I think it can be really distracting. So I like to read something like the Financial Times or The Economist, which gives me a snapshot of what happened around the world, gives me really great insights, gives me some depth of the topic. You know, they are really well-written articles where I can understand the history, the backdrop, all of that. So that's what I turn to. I, I try to stay away from daily news. Second is transportation, which is the industry I'm in. I think there are wonderful blogs, so many different platforms. My favorite one are actually newsletters that I get from friends, which has a nice synthesis of all the innovation, the funding, new innovation that's coming into the market. So I like to, again, get it from these smaller niche newsletters of industry leaders and where they're seeing movement, especially in terms of financing and innovation in my industry. So that's number two. I think number three, like you should know what's innovative around the world. And sometimes I do turn to YouTube channels. Sometimes there's MKBHD who covers all kinds of cool tech gadgets. Yeah, in terms of just general innovation, there are so many different sources. So I don't think that's, that's hard to find. So there you have it. Qualified information, synthesized ideas, and hearing it from people who are already doing the work. Break them out into current events, industrial news, and general knowledge. And lastly, talk to people, share ideas, and listen. I hope you are able to adopt some of these best practices of staying current and well-informed. You have been listening to the Levers for Change podcast, where we search for who has responsibility for what when implementing change. My name is Jimmy Gia, and the music is by Sean Hart. Please subscribe to our podcast for new episodes and share with a friend. Please visit our website at www.leversforchangepodcast.com for additional episodes, books, and other resources. Thank you again, and remember, when trying to change the world, search for your levers for change. Thank you.